Welcome back to the Star Family Wisdom Podcast. I'm Jenna Layden, the founder of Star Family Wisdom and also a former global vice president for Whole Foods Market. And I'm so glad you're here today because we're going to have a, an intimate conversation and I'm going to be sharing uh, a bit of information about my soul that I've not yet shared in this level of detail or intimacy yet. I have revealed a lot about my journey and my experiences. And recently I interviewed John Yost, uh, the producer of the Alien Abductions Answers film. And we talked about that journey of recognizing that there's a truth inside of you that needs to be revealed, that there is a part of you, a part of your soul that you need to follow, that you need to honor. And we talked about how, you know, when we're not always true to ourselves or there's a part of our soul we, we are, you know, keeping locked away, it's kind of like a lie and that lie chips away at us over time and becomes poison. And I also shared in a recent episode about that process of you know revealing ourselves and following our soul's calling and 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 allowing our true authentic selves to be revealed and and i've been doing that with you over the course of this last year or so through the podcast through our programs and courses you've had a chance to learn a little bit more about me and last year, I shared a portion of my regression with Barbara Lamb. So for those who are new and just catching up, welcome. Um, we get into some really far out stuff at Star Family Wisdom. We are all about consciousness expansion, understanding the truth of our reality, how our reality works, and, and the fact that we're really not alone and that there are all of these civilizations and all of these other souls out there in the universe that we can connect with, that we can understand better. And we're just at a point in time here on earth where we're waking up to that. We're going through a big awakening and I'm here to help with that. So today I'm going to be sharing more detail <clears throat> about my soul and who I really am. And in my regression with Barbara Lamb last year, this was my second regression. I uncovered more information about my ET contact experiences and where my soul has had other life experiences. And in my first regression, I was just at the point of really accepting and acknowledging the fact that I had been different for you know a good portion of my life that um you know i had been experiencing you know various levels of supernatural types of abilities clairvoyance claircognizance clairsentience clairaudience i've got it all and and i was starting to you know integrate an understanding of what that even means for me as a human in this life and and in that first regression it became clear that i had been in contact with ets that i had um souls out there in other civilizations with whom i'm connected we learned that i'm here with um uh souls from 
um, my soul group and not all of my soul group is incarnated here on earth at this time, but I'm here with a few souls from my soul group to support this time of evolution. And so there was a, a purpose for me being a leader in the early part of my life, a, a, a vice president at Whole Foods. That was my last role, but I was in a lot of other leaderships, um, leadership roles at a really young age. And and it became clear in that regression that there was a purpose you know to that 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 was all leading to this point where i would be able to lead you in this other way and and reveal information about how our universe works about how to become the new human about how to transform and upgrade our energy fields and how to clear the distortion that we've been carrying here on earth and I started down that path after the first regression, after I got my marching orders from Spirit, after I got my marching orders from Star Family. And, and I said yes. I said yes to that calling and to that path, that inner knowing. I've always had that clear cognizance, that, um, that sense of knowing things that I've never been taught in this life. So as time progressed, it became clear that I was ready for my second regression. I was ready to learn more about myself. And in the first regression, there was a question that the therapist forgot to ask. I now know that was, you know, not a coincidence. That was purposeful as well, because the timing wasn't right for me to have this information revealed in the way it was when I got the regression with Barbara. And I'm going to be playing a good portion of that regression for you as the closing part of this episode. And we'll talk about that before it starts because there are a couple of warnings that you need to have before you before you hear it and before you um, uh, experience, you know, what I experienced in that regression. So when it came time to have this regression with Barbara Lamb, I was reflecting on the fact that one of those questions the therapist in the first regression had not asked was, was kind of gnawing at me. And the question was about a recurring dream I had had as a child. This recurring dream was startling. It happened over and over and over from about the age of four to the age of five. I don't even know how many times it happened. It happened so many times. It's just burned in my memory. And I would always wake up from this dream a little startled, a little scared. And I would go into my mother's room and finish the night sleeping in her bed. And this dream was of uh, a flower in space surrounded by blackness surrounded by darkness and the darkness would kind of close in on the flower and then boom i would wake up that was the dream over and over and over so you know i asked barbara about this and as you know more and more of my past life memories had been coming back to me you know i've had lots of spontaneous past life recall as um my awakening has progressed and and so as, you know, this, this kind of inner knowing about, um, you know, the way past life recall happens as, you know, I developed a better understanding of, you know, how the mind works and how we suppress memories, I kept thinking back to this dream and I asked Barbara about it and thought, you know, I don't know if that was totally just a dream. 
and I want to explore what was going on there. So Barbara took me back to the first night of this dream. And if you tuned into the podcast last year, there's an episode where I talk about this, but I share the last part of the regression where the ETs talked through me. So when I was deep enough in trance, after we had explored this experience, this dream experience, when I was a child, after we um, accessed a lot of other information that was relevant to my soul, that my soul was remembering, then when I was in a deep level of trance, they took over and started to talk through me. And so I shared that with the audience and that's on Barbara's channel as well. And I did not share the first part of the regression because I wasn't ready. I hadn't, I hadn't integrated that fully yet. And, and I was a little nervous about, I'm still a little nervous about you hearing it and about you knowing more about me and more about my soul and who I really am. And, and so I just wasn't quite there. And I've done a lot of work since then to get there, to get to a point where, you know, I think I'm ready for this part of my truth to be revealed. And, um, and you know, it is one of those things that is so, <laughs> so counter to what, you know, we are taught about how our reality works, about what is possible um, in our reality that, you know, if, if you're new to this information, it could be quite mind blowing. If you're not new to this information, you might think, oh, that makes sense. Um, so however this lands for you, just, just, you know, accept that. And I accept that. And, and if you have had ET contact experiences, if you think you have had them, if you have um, been abducted, if you have accessed suppressed memories, listening to this could trigger for you some of your own suppressed memories or trauma that wants to be cleared. So just know that what you're going to listen to is intense. At the very beginning of this regression, Barbara takes me back to that first night that the dream happened. And she starts, you know, to guide me deeper into trance so that I can start to remember what was going on with that dream. And slowly but surely, we realize it is, you know, revealed that I'm not in my bed, I'm not at home. And I'm with some beings that I had never known in this life, but as time went on in this regression, it became clear to my soul that, oh, I, I do know one of these beings. However, as you're listening to this, keep in mind that, you know, when Barbara regressed me back to the first night of this dream, I'm reliving this from the standpoint of a child. So as you hear me, I'm in tears for a good portion of this regression, okay? So it's intense. It's not, um, it's not the most pleasant thing to listen to. But if you're curious, if you've had experiences, if, if you want to understand what's possible about how ETs interact with this reality, hang in there because there's some really interesting information that gets revealed about my soul and where I've been, where I've come from and why I'm here. So the first part of 
this experience is, you know, me in this like childlike consciousness state, reliving the trauma that my, my child human self was experiencing. But on a soul level, as some of this trauma is being cleared in this experience, the, the, the greater part of me that knows what's going on here starts to come through and starts to reveal more information. So this is an, an example of accessing trauma, clearing trauma, allowing it to clear. And I want to recognize Barbara Lamb for her gentle beautiful soul and how she guided me in this i think you'll you'll ex, you'll experience that you'll you'll see and hear how she was able to very therapeutically be with me as a child in this moment as i'm reliving it and and as we move through this experience we I start to find some peace with it and recognize I'm not being hurt. I'm not being harmed. Everything's okay. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. This is really weird. It's kind of freaky, but I'm okay. That So we start to move through a therapeutic process where my inner child in this life is getting some relief and this information is coming out and I'm able to perceive it and witness it from a different standpoint, which is part of how we clear trauma, right? We, 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 we face it, we find it, but then we start to gain a different perspective on it. And and so that's occurring throughout this entire regression. And again, I'm in tears through all most of this because I'm releasing. I'm releasing what's been inside, what was inside for you know 34 years. I was releasing. And and that's intense to listen to. So so just know that that's part of this, but what gets really interesting about this is that one of the beings that I started to recognize as we continue this experience as she's guiding me to just look closer and and just tune in what am I seeing who am I seeing what are they doing I'm starting to see and perceive more about what was happening that night and and Barbara is so um skilled in her ability to take your consciousness where it needs to go to to you know trigger you know that um uh you know kind of revelation to to come out and so at one point she guides me to go back and relive a time where i knew that being right so in this life as a human i was like i don't really know this being but i kind of know this being i think i'm one of them i think i'm from there i've been with them and so then she tells me <clears throat> let's go see that let's go to when you knew that being and then it gets really interesting then we start to experience myself in this other civilization with this being and we start to unpack the fact that my soul did not come into this body directly from the spiritual realm okay so that's that is something that might be new to a lot of people the typical reincarnation cycle process is that we leave our body we go back to the spiritual realm 
we do our life review, we learn, you know, integrate what we need to integrate, and then we choose our next life and we come back into the physical realm and incarnate in a body. Well, there are a lot of advanced civilizations out there who understand how to detach consciousness from the body. We're learning about that here on earth now, right? There are a lot of people having out-of-body experiences and understanding that our consciousness is non-local, that we can detach from the body. And so some of these civilizations answered a call to help earth and to just, you know, be of assistance and service at this time of era transitions as we are entering a period where open contact may occur, as we are awakening from our dark ages and reintegrating so much lost knowledge. Many of the star race civilizations said, we'll go help, but there are protocols in place. You know, they can't just show up and, you know, interfere, but there's a loophole. The loophole is that if a soul from another civilization chose to leave their body and incarnate in the normal process, but this is not directly from spirit, right? This is like leaving a civilization, detaching the soul from that body and sending it into this dimension here on earth. That is possible. A soul can come in to the baby, right? And go through the normal incarnation, you know, cycle process of growing up here on earth. And, and the loophole is that that soul has to forget everything when they come in, right? And many people are experiencing this sort of thing where, you know, we, we lived for a period of time without, you know, more of our soul memories. And as this awakening is occurring on the planet, as our frequency and energy is changing, as our consciousness is collectively expanding, it allows for those memories to turn on and it allows for us to have that opportunity to awaken and to ask more and learn more. So that was the plan for me, was to come into a body, to forget it all, to go through a good portion of my life without those memories, but with, you know, my, my soul's inner power and knowing kind of guiding me along in various ways. And then at the right time, the information could be revealed. So that gets revealed in this conversation and you'll, um, or in this regression, um, I'm, you know, talking with Barbara throughout it. And so you'll hear, you'll hear about this. You'll hear about me viewing this life I'm about to come into and why I chose the parents I chose and, and why it was important for me to have certain experiences so that I could be a leader for you now in this way. So this is an intense, intensely personal, intimate thing to share with you. And, and again, it's, it's, you know, not something that may be pleasant for you to listen to. So if this was good enough, turn it off now and don't go further. But if you're curious, go into it with an open mind and an open heart and maybe some tissues, just in case it triggers for you some, you know, inner suppressed knowing or memories that want to come forward. And you know, it was clear after my conversation with John that I was being guided to just reveal this next level of information about myself and my soul and um, who I am and why I'm here and why I'm why I'm doing what I'm doing with Star Family Wisdom. 
and and how this all came together in this way so so enjoy and let me know if you have questions that i can answer on the other side of this you know this is one of those things that my my human self in this life right is still integrating and um and 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 accessing right like i'm i'm in the process of accessing this part of myself this you know part of myself that um you know was me before i came into this this body and so i'm i've been in the process of integrating that in ways that allow me to serve and support and deliver what we're delivering now through star family wisdom and so as time goes on you know i think this is one of those beautiful parts of life you know we will continually be in this process of remembering we will continually be in this process of becoming and evolving and integrating all aspects of ourselves and this was just one really big aspect of who i am that needed to be integrated and and ultimately shared with you and the world because you know it's time for us to recognize what is possible and it's time for us to recognize that this sort of thing can occur and again we're all just souls here living this human experience that's what's so cool about earth is that there are a lot of souls who've had lots of different experiences who are here on earth this is a huge melting pot of souls and and i think humans are just now kind of you know waking up to that that we're really different in a lot of ways but we're also not so different and we're also just souls having experiences here together learning together and some souls have you know maybe gone through this experience a few times some souls haven't some souls have come from other places some souls are new here right it's it's a melting pot and we're all here to support each other in our life experience and we're at a point now where people can integrate a greater understanding of how our reality works and that is essential for us to get to a point where we can even embrace and welcome open contact we have to understand these sorts of mechanics of existence and understand what's possible so with that enjoy this episode again you have been forewarned about what you're about to experience if you go further and I just thank you for being here and you know witnessing this and and witnessing me with an opening with an open heart and an opening your mind and um being willing to expand and, and transform um because that's what we're here to do we're here to transform into the new human you keep hearing me say that if you've been tuning in and that's part of this new you know calling and knowing that i have that star family wisdom is that place for you to become the new human so enjoy and i will see you on the other side well feel yourself as the little girl you were and noticing the way that you're tending to sleep in your bed when you're dreaming. So just kind of settle into that. And when you're aware of your being there in bed as a young child, just tell me what the position is 
the position you were sleeping in. I feel like I'm on my side. Like I'm okay. curled up. And what was that? I'm kind of curled up. Okay. And are you sleeping in a room by yourself or is there somebody else sleeping in it? I am. I'm in my room alone. Okay. And so this is just regular. This is the way you often sleep, is it, on your side? Uh-huh. Okay. And as you're sleeping there, what is the, the first thing you notice? Uh, you're in the dream state, most likely. And on this particular night, just notice what's coming into your awareness in the dream, in your sleep state. I feel like I'm not actually in my bed. Okay. Where do you sense that you are? I feel like I'm outside of my house. Oh, okay. But I'm in a room. In a room? And I'm on what is kind of like a bed, but it's hard. Okay. If it's hard, does it feel like it might be something other than the, a bed? Yeah, I'm not in my bed. And I'm not at home. Okay. I'm scared. Right. And do you have any sense of how you got here to this other place? I don't know. It's like I was taken. Oh, uh-huh. Like you didn't decide to do it yourself, but you were taken. Yeah, and I just, I want my mom. Okay. So just go back a little bit to being taken before lying here on this hard surface. Just notice what was going on when you were taken. don't really see anything. Okay. But um, do you feel anything or physically or sense anything? I feel like I was told to come, to go. Oh, okay. That it would be okay. All right. But it's not normal to be away from my house like that. No, I should think not. And I don't really know who I'm with. Uh-huh. Okay, it's really a mystery. Do you have a sense that it's nighttime or daytime? It's nighttime, but where I'm at, it doesn't seem like night. Okay. Uh, why is that? Is it brighter than nighttime? It feels like it. Yeah, it feels like I'm there with other people, but it's it's bright. 
<laughs> it's bright and um and you your insides it feels like you're inside it's like i'm on a table mm -hmm. doesn't sound very comfortable no it's like cold mm. i mean the table is cold or the air is cold or both oh. Both. All right. Now, you said that there are other people there, too. And you didn't choose to come here. You were told to come here. Just get a, a look at the other ones there. I know you don't like being in this situation at all. But but while you're there, uh, just notice the people. Are they close to you or, or are they at some distance? They are. There's some that are close. But it's like they're looking at me. Okay. So um, are they right near that table that it feels like you're lying on? Yeah, there's like some person on my left that's tall and then maybe three or four on my right that are shorter okay take a look at the one on your left now um <clears throat> say that one is tall and just allow yourself to settle in and take a Take a good look and look at the face and look at any part of that one and notice, would you say this is a regular person? No. They have long arms. And it looks like, it looks like an insect in a way. Oh. It's touching me. It's fingers. That one is touching you. Okay, does it seem oh. like this, does it seem like this is the first time you've seen anybody like that? I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, and what is it like with this one touching you? It doesn't hurt. It's soft. It's like I'm just like trying to look at parts of me okay what what parts of you does does this one seem to be looking at i feel like i'm naked oh okay it's touching my arm okay and you know there are lots of different kinds of um touches is he poking or stroking or pinching or just just gently touching? Just kind of stroking gently. Maybe just to like calm me down. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm scared. Right. <laughs> this really is a mystery. 
something you certainly didn't expect, I should think. No. <laughs> and does it feel calming at all with his touching your arm? Yeah, it's like everything's okay. Oh, okay. That Like he's trying to convey that or you're actually feeling it too? Both. It's like, I, I'm okay, but I want to go home. Right. You're okay, but you do want to go home. It's more understandable. Yeah. It's cold and I'm not supposed to be there. Oh. And have you ever heard of anything like this before? No. So this must be really a mystery to you. What is this and why am I here? Yeah, it's like I know them, but I don't know them. Oh. And what do, what do you mean that uh, that you know them, but you don't know them? Is it you know them, you, like maybe you've somehow seen them before? It's like they feel familiar, but I've never uh -huh. seen them at home or in my life. Uh-huh. So at least as far as you know, you haven't been with them, and yet they're familiar. Yeah, it's like they're trying to help me somehow. Oh. Well, you know what? Maybe you can find out more about that. So first of all, he's there, and he's touching your arm, and you get the feeling that he's trying to help you calm down. And to some extent, that's helping, but you still don't like it and you want to be home and you're cold. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So, what about the other ones on the other side of the table? Are they doing anything while he's sort of stroking your arm? I think the one on the right put something in my arm, my right arm, like taking something like blood or something. Does it feel like they're um, actually puncturing your arm or, you know, putting something in? It looks like it, but it doesn't hurt. Oh. And you get the sense that it's more, the more you think about it and have awareness, does it seem like they're taking something out or, or putting something in? I think they're taking something out. It's like... Oh. It's like a checkup. Oh, yeah. Like in the doctor's office. Have you um, had this happen at a doctor's office before, this kind of thing? Not exactly like that, but like where they're checking the body. Okay. So when you had that happen at the doctor's office, you probably didn't like that one either, but but at least that probably your mother was with you. Yeah. And 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 she was reassuring you it was okay that this a good thing to do. Yeah. And it just I want my mommy. Yeah, yeah. 
but this time your mommy isn't there. And and there's no woman like that reassuring you that this is okay. But the one on the left is sort of suggesting that you can calm down, that, that you're really okay, even though this is pretty strange for you. Yeah. Okay. And what's going on on the right doesn't even hurt? No. It's like I don't really feel anything. Okay. Cold. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Yeah. And how about the other ones? One of them is doing this with your arm. They're one of the ones on the right. And what about the others? Do they seem to be doing anything? They're just watching. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just looking at me. All right. And that can be uncomfortable too. Yeah. Many people just to be looked at without any clothes on. Yeah. I think we, we're not used to that. No, it's not normal. No. Like in itself, it's not terrible, but it's not normal and you're very uncomfortable. You just don't like it. Yeah. Right. Well, that is certainly understandable. Okay, so as this thing is going on with your right arm, um, with one of them doing this and the other two just watching, and what about the guy on the left? Is he still sort of stroking your arm? Just kind of holding it. There's kind of like its fingers on top of my forearm. Oh, okay. And what do those fingers feel like? Like kind of long and bony. There's maybe only a few of them. Okay. So would you say that he and the ones on the right are really not people? No. Okay. Do you have any idea what they are if they're not people? They're from somewhere else. Oh. Not from okay. here. Do you have any, any kind of sense of that at all? Like somewhere else? Does that mean like another part of the earth? No, like from where I'm from, from home. Oh. Okay. And when you think about that now, um, you're not thinking about the home where you have your own bedroom and you were in your bed and oh. you have a mommy there. Yeah, you're thinking of what else comes to mind about this home you're, you're thinking of? It's like I'm with the one on the left, I'm like part, I'm, part, I'm one of them. Oh. I'm not like the other ones though. But the one on the left, even though um, he looks really different than we do, but you, you feel like somehow you belong with them or you're one of them? Yeah, I don't know the other ones. Okay. So in those moments of feeling like you're one of the ones, like the one on the left, um, 
what does that seem like? Like with your being one of those. It's like I came from there. Oh. Like I used to be one of them. Oh, okay. And I know that one. You know that one? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you personally know that particular one? Yeah. I've been with them before. Oh, okay. So let yourself remember a time of being with him before and what that seemed to be like. It's like we're at a table talking. And more like sitting at a table? Yeah, there's a, like a screen in front of us and we're talking about a place. I think we're talking about earth. I think we're talking about this life. Oh. I think we're talking about the life I'm gonna have. Oh, so you have the feeling you're gonna go there? Yeah. I'm gonna have to leave. So be really aware of yourself now as you're sitting at that table talking with him. And before we go any further, just look down at yourself sitting there and notice what you look like. I have long legs, a long body, and a tall, like a tall head. Okay. And my fingers are long and my, I, I'm sitting in like a, a position that I feel like elegant. I'm like wearing something long. Okay. And we're just sitting there talking. What about your skin color? It's kind of a bluish. Yeah, it's kind of a bluish color. Okay, so light or dark or what? Kind of light, like almost a bluish green. Oh, sounds rather pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that seems to be your skin through the parts of your body. You can see like your arms and hands and fingers and uh, legs. Can you see your legs at all or your feet? They're covered. Uh-huh. Long. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's like a dress of some sort, maybe. Okay. And while you're sitting there talking to him, um, do you think you're an adult? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm part of the group. Okay. One of them. Or making a decision. Okay, and what does it feel like to be part of that group? It feels like, like we all play an important role. Hmm. But I, I have, I'm like in charge of something. Hmm. I'm in charge of some, some decision. Okay, just be aware of 
what that decision is. How we're, how we're going to help in what I'm doing in this life. Okay, when you're going to that place called Earth? Yes, that I'll, I'll be the one to go. Huh. And does it feel like this is uh, completely your choice? Yes. To go, or have you been assigned to go? No, it's my choice. I wanted to go. Okay, well, that's good. So do you have much awareness of of that planet you're going to go to? I just know it's a place I'm familiar with and a place I've I've been before. But, oh. but it doesn't seem like any time recently because this is my home where I'm at. Right. Room. It's like we're it's like we're on a, a ship or something, like a big uh -huh. big thing, but we're in a room in it. We know there's a, a mission to to help to help with. And I want to go. All right. And just be aware now of what you know about what you're going to, what, what you know about the earth. I know it's, it's in trouble. Things haven't been good for a while. And we all want to help. Because it's getting bad. <laughs> Things might not go well if <laughs> we don't help. Hmm, okay. And when you think about the Earth and the ones that you're going to, are they like you and your group now? No. No, I don't, I'm going to somewhere different with different people. No, there will be two. There will be two from a home I'll meet. But it'll, it'll be lonely for a while. Oh. Because they're so different than you know and are with now? Yeah, they're not, not part of my group. Oh. You mean the ones that you will be living with are not part of your group? Yes. I'm leaving, leaving everyone behind. Oh boy, that's a big thing. Yeah, it's a hard decision. Oh yeah. I should think so. <laughs> Hard enough to just go away, but to be with ones who are so different, and none of the none of you will be there at the same time. Not at first, not for a while. It's like I have to do the first part by myself. Oh. It's like 
others from home will go, but we have different missions to begin with. Oh, uh-huh. So I know it's going to be lonely and it'll be hard. Yeah. Quite a big thing to take on. Yeah. But so do you have a feeling that when they eventually come and they're doing their own missions, do you think there'll be any possibility of meeting up with them? Oh, yes, that's the plan. That's the plan. Oh, that's good. We're supposed to meet to complete, ah. to complete the mission. Ah, okay. Now, I'd like you, as you're in this planning session, uh, thinking about where you're going, getting ready to go, make such a huge change. Just be aware of essentially your mission, how, how you think you in such a different place can help. It's like I'll be in charge of things because I'm used to that. I'm used to being the one in charge. So okay. I, can, I can go and be in charge in the first part and the second part. And I can lead others. After you've been in charge for a while? Yeah. It's like I'll, I'll know what to do. And, and what about the form that you will be in when you go to be, with, be on Earth with those humans who are quite different than you and your group? Um, what form do you think that you will take when you're there? Can you take? Can you go in the form that you're in? No, we can't. We can't be seen that way. So I'm going into a body. I'm going into a human body. So incarnating as the little girl. Uh huh. And will you be born there? Yes. Yes. It's like we're looking at the family and we're looking at the girl. And I know that I'm going in there. Okay. And now let's take a look together at the family. Uh, so is there a particular family that you're looking at and choosing to go to? Yeah, it's my family in this life, my mom and dad. And there's a, a balance that's achieved with them that's necessary for completing the mission. They're very different. They're opposites in a lot of ways. But it's important for my ability to see the opposites and to bring them together. Oh, okay. So does that mean that they're very different? Well, they are very different than you are now, you and your own people. But they're going to be very different than you will be as a little girl? Yes, those two are different from each other. Uh-huh. They're complete opposites in their views and how they've lived their lives. And it's kind of weird they even ended up together. Oh. But it's important for the mission. 
Is that because you will get to know how many other people feel? Yes, like it's like living two different lives in one life. It's like I get to see the the two sides of life that people have. Mm, yeah. Here on earth the 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 separation that occurs between people when they're so different from each other. Oh yeah. That we're trying to help everyone realize they're not so different. But it helps me understand all parts of humans. Uh-huh. So first of all, you will be you and and right around you in your very own home, the people that you'll be with the most, probably at least for the early years, these these people will be very, very different from the way you basically feel. Yes. You yeah. will feel as a little girl. Yes. And it's it's like the man, my dad is country and conservative and close-minded and the woman my mom is open-minded and helpful and nice and they're just so different from each other oh i should say so and does that mean that there will be any particular tension between the two of them where they're being so different from each other oh yes they don't they don't make it they don't stay together but oh. that's part of the plan too they're not oh. supposed to and i'm supposed to live two different lives in this life uh-huh it helps me understand everyone better it helps me understand all parts of the human experience Okay, so that's one of the important reasons for choosing this particular couple to be born to. Yes. And are there, or will there be other siblings in that family you're no. going to? No, it's just me. I'm alone. And does that seem to be purposeful too? Yes, it's for my development. It's so that I stay focused on what I'm meant to accomplish. It helps me become more adult sooner. Oh. It's like I have to grow up early. Oh, okay. And will that be a good thing too? It is, but in the human body it's hard because it, I'm so different from everyone and I don't have as much fun oh, uh -huh. does it seem like you'll be able to make friends that are important to you there since will all be humans there will be some yes a close group a small group oh okay that's good yeah it's important that i don't get too distracted right 
So the soul group of, of friends, um, will they have come from some other place like you did? No, not the ones early on. Uh -huh, this regular human. Yeah. There's bonds, but they're not not as close. So it's it's a little lonely for a while. Uh huh. Not as close as what you experience now with your own kind. Yes, and later in this life, it gets better. I meet others who are like me. Oh. That I have to go through a lot of years without knowing. Oh, yeah. That must be very hard. It's really lonely. And confusing sometimes. Yeah. I would think so. Because I don't really know why I'm here. Oh. Do you ever in your life nowadays as a child just feel like maybe you're not from here? Yeah, just a lot of things don't make sense. Oh, I bet. Wow. And let's get back now to that dream, um, what you remember after waking up anyway. Um, there might or might not have been more happening in the dream that you don't remember when you wake up. But what about all that blackness? It's like I'm being put back in bed. It's like I'm dropping into my bed. Oh. And I'm going back into sleep. Okay. And then I wake up. This is a nightmare. Okay. But so you wake up in your own bed. Yeah. I go find my mom. And what are you remembering of the nightmare when you get up and you go find your mom? I just remember how scary, how scary it was with the darkness. Mm -hmm. I just remember being scared. And what about the little flower? It was me. I was worried. I was scared about being hurt. Oh. Yeah. But I'm okay. But you're okay? I'm okay. Yeah, you worried about being hurt. And they did a weird thing. They did something with your arm. And they certainly looked different. But um, but you really were okay. Yeah. They didn't really hurt you after all. No. Uh-huh.
but what you're remembering as you're going to find your mom now, having just waken up, woken up from the dream, um, you're not remembering about being with the others and no. being in a different place, lying on a hard table. No, I just go into you remember is about the blackness closing in on the little flower. Yeah. Okay, and at this point, with it still being very fresh in your awareness, would you say that that whole thing of being on the table with the, the tall one on your left and the other three on your right, that that was a, a real thing that you hadn't realized that had happened? Or was that part of a dream? Well, it was, Do you think now? It was real. It was like the dream was just a memory because I was so scared. Yeah. And that would be a difficult thing to remember because it was so very different from your point of view of being a little girl, little human girl. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to know yet. Uh-huh. It was too soon. I had more, more learning to do. Yeah, yeah, that's still pretty young. A lot to, a lot of getting used to just being here as a child in the world. Yeah. And you, not only that, but, I mean, that's true for everybody, but you had to get used to being a whole different kind of being. Yeah. Yeah, it felt weird. So perhaps they influenced it in some way that you were not to know about being with them on that, that table and something uh, being taken from your arm and the unusual, from that point of view of being a little human girl, uh, those unusual beings there. Um, that would have been quite a lot to be aware of, wouldn't it? Uh, it would have been way too much. Yeah, yeah. Because you were just, you know, learning to navigate your way through life as a human little girl anyway. Yeah. And then with a dad who was so different and tension probably between them, between your mom and your dad. Yeah which you probably were feeling, maybe didn't understand, but you were living with it and you were feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a lot to cope with as a, a little girl here. Yeah. Right. So was your mom um, kind of, well, was she caring and nurturing? Yes. Yes, she was a good mom. She did a good job. She was, she was angry sometimes, but she did a good job. Uh, 
Wonderful. That was that was a good choice on your part. Yes. Yes, we and, and did she did she ever know the content of your dream? Because you had it a number of times. No, I was told not to talk about it. By the ones who took you, they told you not to talk about it? That I yeah, I wouldn't talk about it. I would just, I would just go to her room. Ah. Uh. And she was okay with your coming to the room? Yeah, I would get in bed with her. Ah, uh, yeah. And did that seem to help? Yeah. Yeah, it was good to be be with her uh-huh and and she was receptive about that yeah because i just didn't want to be alone yeah yeah would have trouble sleeping uh-huh and especially i think without any brothers or sisters uh, you know, you probably were more likely, and she would figure you would be more likely to feel alone a lot and yes. not be alone. Yes. Whereas other kids, other people who have siblings sometimes feel well, at least they've got that sibling or two yeah. to be with and that, that even though they wouldn't be kept capable of helping much that but it just feels comforting that you're nearby yeah have you didn't have that no i was all alone yeah except for when you went to be with your mom so that was a, a good choice and i'm so glad that that she allowed you to do that and was welcoming to you yes we made good choices yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And you also got to see, because of your father, that not everybody is like that. Yeah. That yeah. some humans are can be quite different. Yeah, that was the dark side of humans. Ah, uh, yeah. But it's important to know both sides. Yeah. So he was the dark side, but would you say that he was dark enough to be really harmful or no. was he sort of emotionally distant? No, he just, he was just a lost soul. Oh, wow. He was just gruff and not kind to other people sometimes, but he loved me. Uh, uh -huh. He's a good guy, just got swayed by people like people do yeah so after he and your mom separated did you get on did you get to see him very often after that oh yes he was a he was a good dad he he was very present in my life 
Oh, that's good. Yes. So, but just a real different personality. Yeah. It's like I got to choose between which type of person I wanted to be. Oh, yeah. That's important. Yeah, it was to help with choices. Yeah. I see the difference. Yeah, to guide me towards the right choices. Mm-hmm. And to help me have empathy and compassion for all beings. That experience of having the two of them different, it helped you? Yes, it's important to know, know why people become who they become and to love them no matter what. Wow, nice. Very good. And isn't it interesting that those choices were made before coming in as a human? Yes, it's like it was all planned. Yeah, and that your original way that you were and the others with you, your original form, even though that form is so different that you were able, you and the others helping you with this, were able to see enough about the humans to make that good choice. Yes, it was all very calculated. Now, also, let's go back to the planning discussion in your own home place, looking forward to that lifetime and thinking about different sets of parents and choosing this set of parents. And just notice if in any way your own kind assisted in your being able, like biologically assisted in your being able to come to that particular couple Yes, there seems to be a decision made that the body would be a little different. Uh -huh. there, there would be visits and there would be interaction of some kind. It would be what? There would be interaction of some kind with the human body. Oh, uh-huh. And that it would be a more upgraded version of the human. That it's part of the evolution process for Earth. That the girl would be part of the evolution. Um, that it is evolution of the humans? Yes, and that the the girl, the 
the life I'm, I would be going into would be part of that evolution. So were they able to ensure that certain genetic components of them would be in your life as a female human on earth in it, this lifetime? It seems as though that's the case, that there would be some like subtle connection that would help me facilitate the mission, that would help me move forward and progress in the ways that I'm meant to progress and that I would have be able to, to know things without knowing them, that I would be able to accomplish things in ways that maybe others aren't able to. Okay. And um, can you see how they, how they did that? It's part of what's happening with my arm when I'm on the table. Oh. Like where there, especially the three little ones where they were taking something out? And putting something in, I think. Oh, I see. Okay. It's like it was both. It's like there was like a an agreement that there would be a give and take that they would stay close to me. Yeah, when you would be living your life on earth. Yeah, and when I'm little, to make sure that the body is progressing in the right way. Oh. So whatever that was, putting something in or taking something out of your arm was like maybe another little, um, some assistance they were giving you? I think so, yes. Even though it didn't seem like it. Yeah, it's like there was something pre-programmed for the body, for the life but then there would be check-ins and adjustments made. Mm -hmm. So that you could actually live here better and carry out your mission? Yes, to ensure the successful completion of it. I think that it's unfortunate that when children, especially, are experiencing these kinds of things with other beings, and they're they're scared and they're lonely and they they're totally baffled by what's going on and they tend to fear uh, what's going on because they don't know what it is. It's a shame that that they're not reassured 
you know, by the beings explaining to them it's what's like, going on. It's like they tried, but I don't remember it. The one on the left was trying to tell me, but I don't remember. Okay. So instead of telling you and explaining any of this to you, he, he did what he could to sort of reassure you by stroking your arm. Yeah, there seems to be some sort of communication happening. It's not verbal. Uh -huh. There's communication, but when I wake up from the dream, I don't remember. All right. And that's not because they were doing anything bad um, that they'd want to get away with. It's not that sort of thing. It was because you were too young to really understand at that point. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to know yet. Human. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to know yet. It would have been it would have been too too scary for people to know. People were not ready. And I think you can appreciate that, can you, from your own experience, like you at age four or so, you know, coping with human life and all there is to be aware about that um, being and being one of them. Um, you, you can see that that would have been just impossibly too much to be aware of if they had explained it all then. Oh, it's just a way too much for the level of human consciousness at the time. Uh -huh. The consciousness needs time to expand. So does it seem like, since they didn't want you to remember all that at that point, um, you were too young, uh, does it seem like Maybe they helped to create that nightmare where the darkness was closing in on the, on the little flower. It's like they covered up my brain. Ah. It's like I wasn't supposed to be able to know or see anything. Uh-huh. Well, they did a good job, didn't they? They did, but it's like I knew that was all going to happen. That was part of the plan. Ah. Uh. And then I would be able to know when the time was right. Okay. Well, they certainly did an effective job. I have to give them credit for making it so very much so that you wouldn't remember that. Yeah. For any of it. You wouldn't you wouldn't know at that age or even well into your adult years 
you know, that you really were part of them, part of that group. That's where you had come from. Yeah, there would be a long time without knowing. Yeah, 